Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Mel. And I'm Helen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of 2024. Woohoo! Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, is everyone feeling refreshed, re-energized? Ready for a brand spanking new year. Dang, we're in 2024. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Right? That's wild. I feel like the holidays were, was just here. Yeah. I know. Speaking of the new year, we did want to talk about our new line of merch that we're all kind of wearing. Yay! So if you notice, Helen and myself, we are matching. Uh, we are wearing the Do Not Disturb crew neck in, um, this is the only color. So Do Not Disturb crew. Let me show you the back real yeah. quick. Yeah. A little. Whoa. Whoa. She dropped it. <laughs> And Janet is wearing our The Best Is Yet To Come tea. Drop this it, Jay. <laughs> this was uh, not planned. Okay. Oh, yes. We're coming yes. in hot this new year. The best is yet to come. <laughs> the best is coming right now. Uh, we also have a new tote. Um, I actually like wear our totes all the time. So if you're looking to carry your new books, your journals, this is a great tote for you to have. And lastly, I will say this is actually my favorite item from the collection. And I brought some back home to my grandpa uh, in Taiwan and he's wearing it now. But it is our signature cap. Oh, the best. The color is just so beautiful. And I feel like right now, since we're still in January, it's like perfect for this cold weather. Yeah. Um, the color is just so lush too. Yeah. New year, yeah. new collection, new fit. New yeah. vibe, new mood. Asian Boss Girl at myshopify.com. Yes. Yeah. We'll also it link out. it below, so you can yes. just click there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So since this is the first episode of the new year, we thought it'd be good to talk about our personal themes for the upcoming year. What is Helen focused on for 2024? What are Mel's biggest missions in life for this upcoming year? What is wow. the one word that Janet has on her vision board for the next 361 days? Five. 365. 64. Well, it's coming out on uh, the 4th, fourth, yes. so... Yeah. Oh, oh, you're right. Quick math. Mathing. Finance. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so what we're going to do today is one approach to setting New Year goals. Uh, instead of just sitting down and writing down a list of things that we want to accomplish, as Helen talked about, we're going to reflect 
Think about the last year, 2023, how did that go? Uh, think about how we want to experience 2024, each of us individually, and then we'll come up with a theme that way. So it's kind of like a little bit of an exercise we're gonna walk through. Mm, I love this. Yeah. Okay, so to start, we're gonna reflect back in order to look forward. Mm -hmm. Thinking back to 2023, what are three words that you would use to describe last year? I guess I'll go first and I'll take off my hat. Don't drop that hat. I know, sorry. <laughs> the floor? I don't know. We don't have a hat cap stand. Um, I kind of struggled a bit with this for a second. I'm like, how do you how do you find three words to describe a whole year? Mm. But I narrowed it down. My first word is foundational. Mm. Second word is low-key. And the third word, maybe it relates to low-key, is cozy. Mm. Um, I'll share more details as we go through the episode. For me, the reason why I said foundational is because this is the first year I felt like I was really settling into my relationship. And I think that changes a lot of your dynamics. And it was a really foundational year for me as a couple and as a person in a new relationship and just setting good foundations. Mm. Um, low key, I feel like in comparing myself to previous years, I kind of kept it like really chill and like I don't want to say I hermited this year, but I did kind of like, I was at home a lot and I kept things kind of more, I won't say private, but I just think in general, like my activities were just like low key. I can't describe mm. any more than low key. More chill. More chill. Like yeah. I didn't do crazy things. I I don't want to say it wasn't exciting, but I just, yeah, I just, I think I lived a quieter life last year, mm. in my opinion. And the last one is cozy, again, with being low key at home. I think a lot of activities I chose to do were really cozy activities, like a lot of cooking at home, a lot of mm -hmm. cozying up on the couch and just like a lot of like cook, like cooking and cleaning, just like cozy activity. So mm -hmm. if I had to think about my year, I would describe in those three words. Are you happy about these words? I will share more about that oh. in the next, next prompts. So before I share my three words, I think just a bit of reflection of this past year. So this past year actually marks my two years of being a parent. Oh. And yeah, wild, right? Yeah. But when I reflect on the past now, or even when I think about the future, I notice that everything revolves around my son. Mm. Even though I still lead a pretty vibrant personal life, running this company with you ladies, still maintaining healthy friendships, still you know pursuing personal passion projects, I do still feel like a lot of it is now revolving around me being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to have these pauses for reflection because mm. a lot of times I've talked to other moms who have warned me, they're like, oh, I have a three and five year old now, or I have like a high mm. schooler now, and I don't even mm. know where life went. It just mm. passed me by and I am just a mom now. Mm. And I remember hearing that and thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I want to catch myself feeling that way in the yeah. future, you know? And so with this process of like reflecting, I've noticed that because I'm doing this, I'm noticing that within me, there is like a transformation that is happening. And it's happening quite naturally too. I think just whenever you become, become a parent or a mom, it's like, it is naturally happening to me. And I'm noticing that if I don't kind of pause to reflect on it, then I will just go with the flow. Mm -hmm. And I will kind of miss this opportunity to take rain, take the reins on my life. So this is where I'm like, it is actually more important now for me to reflect than ever before, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So three words to describe my 2023 with this like context in mind. The first three words or phrases, I guess. My first phrase is a mom and her village. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Sounds like the title of like a book. Yes, A Mom in a Village. So the beginning of this past year in 2023, I actually had a moment where I thought to myself, like, Helen, do you actually want to be a full-time stay-at-home mom? And I never really Mm -hmm. vocalized this to probably anyone outside of like just my husband, right? And obviously to myself. But it was a question I asked myself because there were many days where I would sit in the car and I would look in the rearview mirror and I would look at myself with a face full of makeup and just be like, what are you doing? You know, you just left your son at home. He's crying for you. You're in your car about to go about your day. It's like, what are you even doing? You know, and there were so many moments of this and I would just like cry and just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I think these are like the real and raw moments with motherhood. And especially if you're kind of choosing to lean into your career that these moments are going to happen and they're so tough, right? Mm -hmm. And they make you wonder if this is the right decision or not. And I will say that these moments are deeply felt, but they're also temporary. And I will also think to myself, like, I also find a lot of happiness in Helen, right? Mm. Helen, as we've known pre-baby, as you have all known since 2017, since the start of this podcast, like, I have always been me as well. And I've also found happiness in myself and in my own identity. And in 2023, I realized I wanted to lean more into into both, but like also not forget Helen and lean into her as well. So Mm -hmm. a lot of that requires balance and it requires a village, me as a mom and her village. So that's why it's like my first phrase. And I just wanna give a quick shout out to Philip's parents who, you know, moved down here for a year to to help out with our baby. And we also have a caregiver who's there from seven to three to allow me to like work and pursue these um, passions of mine. So a mom in her village, that's how it's it's getting done. But there's a lot, of thinking behind it. Totally. Yeah. My second word is rediscovery. Mm-hmm. I think the first year as a mom was filled with happiness, excitement, so much joy, but also so much fear. Mm-hmm. I still remember like the moment that the nurse had, you know, put my baby on my chest. I was just like, I don't even know how to hold you. I'm so afraid. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, I am not a good mom. This is not, this is so scary to me. But at the same time, that moment unlocked this new level of life of happiness that I had not felt before. So it's just that whole first year dealing with PPD, postpartum depression, like a lot of it, it was the extremes of so many emotions and I did not have control of anything, right? Mm -hmm. The second year now, I feel like, yes, things are still chaotic, but I feel like I know how to thrive in that chaos, mm. if that makes sense. I'm comfortable yeah, with the chaos yeah. now. Yeah. And it's it's familiar, right? And you get familiar with it and you get better at it. So this year, I feel like I've started to rediscover myself a little bit, start to find Helen again with her as a mom in her village. Um, and so rediscovery is my second word. Third word is purity. There is mm. something about just this baby boy where anytime we go anywhere, anytime I observe him, he just finds so much joy in the littlest of things. And I'm just like, damn, like it's a reminder. He's a reminder that life can be so easy if you don't make it so complicated. Mm. And it is just a pureness that I haven't felt or, you know, really truly felt in myself in a long time. So observing him as he's getting older, as he's able to observe the world, I think is just like the most fascinating thing ever. And it does give me happiness and just purity again. So mom in her village, rediscovery and purity are my three words for 2023. And again, revolves all around baby boy now. Yeah. So, but yeah. also a lot of it's like, but you and your dynamic and your relationship mm-hmm. with that. Ooh, yeah. I'm excited to hear the rest of this. Yeah. Yeah. Have a pretty day. Uh, my three words are 2023 for me was hard, mm. humbling, joyful. 
Um, mm. And I, I feel like, so Mel, the way you described that your year felt really low key, I felt like mine was like high key. <laughs> I feel like your microwave was exploding. My micro, like mercury. mercury was in the microwave and the up, it was everywhere. Um, yeah, I felt like this year was, it really challenged me. And, mm. you know, if you watch past episodes, you know that I uh, entered a relationship, moved in with a partner, all for the, well, the, it was like my first like very serious committed relationship in like probably over a decade. Mm. First time living with someone in over a decade. Um, and then we picked up like going into video and ABG. So it was just, I think, balancing all the things like logistically, emotionally, mentally, everything was just so, it was really challenging and hard. I had a lot of days where I like, I'm like, wow, I haven't felt this like kind of like just exhausted and kind of like I don't even know what I have to do next and I have to get things done mm. by a certain time. And then I think in that way it was also humbling because, you know, sometimes I think maybe my year before, I think my 2022 was kind of a little bit more low-key and that's why the ramping up of 2023 mm. was challenging but also a very humbling experience. And I think within my romantic relationship, it was also really humbling uh, when things don't work out with someone as I shared in previous episodes, especially I think the context of being an older individual and having a goal of wanting to like find a, a life partner, it does feel, it can be very like, uh, makes you reflect on how you might fall short. And I don't wanna say that as a negative thing, but I think a positive way to spin it is that you can be humbled by it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then I say joyful because I think out of, whenever I go through really, really hard things, um, out of the other end eventually comes out like a lot of positivity and a lot of growth. And I feel like I am now at the receiving end of that near the end of 2023, beginning of 2024. A lot of this, the challenges that was of the like three-fourths of the year, I'm starting to to feel like the growth part of it, like that you're reaping the fruits of all that labor now. That's an exciting start to 2024 for you then. Yeah. yeah it's almost like you can only go so low. Yeah. It's like literally, <laughs> let's knock on wood. That's here. Yeah. Like literally, yes. Yeah. That's not wood. I want to find wood. <laughs> That's a fake tree. <laughs> yeah. What were some significant lessons you learned this year that you will take forward with you in 2024? Who? Um, I think just reflecting on my three words, I realize I feel like something was actually missing in my life last year yeah. um, in 2023. And the, after some reflection, I realized I, I was missing the, the aspect of one of my two of my values, which was like inner harmony which is which is mm -hmm. doing things purely for the joy of it because it, it makes me really happy and not affected by anyone else and two i didn't have enough personal growth and development i think again um when i use the word foundational i feel like i think i needed a low-key year to really focus on my relationship and mm -hmm. focus for me my goal for 2023 was actually like fitness and nutrition i think i really like went hard with that yeah. and i'm proud of myself for that so like that does serve some of personal development but i think it wasn't Maybe it didn't like ex it provide enough excitement for me. I don't know what it was. But then also with my relationship with Ray, it was just like focused on like, I guess like honing on my relationship. I was actually talking about this with Ray and like talking about how I felt about 2023 and what I needed for 2024. And there are a couple things I identify for 2024 that I do need. Um, I want to travel more. And I, the reason why is because when I reflected on 2022, uh, the year two years previously I actually had a really satisfying year because I went to Costa Rica that year and I went on a surf trip which mm -hmm. combined my love for travel and trying something new and personal development and inner harmony and all these things at once that I didn't only really get to do for myself last year um I think because like I was also really focused on saving money and traveling is expensive that you're like okay well like 
trying to find the right balance. So I think for 2024, I'm very intentional on going on more trips. And on top of that, I realized the reason why I didn't go on many trips last year besides budgeting is that I think in my head, I was like saving all these potential trips with my boyfriend. But the thing is, it's just like, I could still go on these trips with my girlfriends from back home or like our friends. And so I think once I identify like, oh my God, I didn't travel enough this year. And Ray was like, Mel, you should go on trips. Like, don't, I want you to feel satisfied in that. Like, don't wait for me. Like, do things on your own. I was like, yeah, like I, I can't. And I don't know why I forgot that. I think there's a feeling of like when you have a new relationship, you want to do the things you love together with someone. And I'm like, cool. Um, I think that's, I mean, just to validate you on that, like that's I think a lot of what happened with me as well. And like focusing a lot on the relationship and then you became kind of like, it's easy to put yourself to the side, right? Which is natural because you're trying to build a foundation. But I'm really glad that you were able to talk to him about that and that you identified, okay, so the next year I'm going to rebalance a little bit. And Mm -hmm. now that we've built Mm -hmm. our foundation, I can focus a little bit more on me again. Yeah. And I I think so. That thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Traveling is something I want to focus on for next year, um, and I want to just focus more on my hobbies. Mm. I wrote down I just really I really want to get a good camera. I know it's just so like basic, but I want to get into photography more for twenty twenty four. The reason why I say photography, and I mentioned this before, is because I love seeing things in a different lens. And I think mm. when you're with the like a camera and not your iPhone, you're able to like. I think you're able to pause a little bit longer and enjoy mm. and practice gratitude for a, in a different way that I really want to do more of in 2024. And I, I guess the overall thing is like, I just want to add back more inner harmony and like personal development. Um, yeah, so those are some of my focuses for 2024. I mean, I definitely see the three line of like 2023 being the year that you were really focused on, like you're saying, stay at home, building a foundation of one part of your life and your yeah. partnership. And then now this year is going to be fulfilling more of like your personal things. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that connection. Actually, yeah. If you think yeah. about the words that you mentioned before, it kind of felt like you were settling into this relationship or like getting comfortable in this relationship. And perhaps that took you out of your your mel zone of like, yes, you were focusing on fitness, but a lot of it was your relationship. And it f- fell into like comfort, more just like coziness, yeah. right? And now you're like, okay, well, what did Mel enjoy pre-relationship? This is what I'm going to go for in 2024. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think those are good lessons or like realizations from 2023 for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, three lessons that I've learned for myself. One is that I am more capable than I allow myself to believe. So last year is when we first started simulcasting, right? So for anyone out there who is watching on the YouTubes, simulcasting means putting your audio podcast on a video visual format as well. So check us out on YouTube if you're not already. I remember when we were talking about this, I was one of the people that was really trying to push this forward as like, this is a thing that is happening within the podcasting landscape. This is something we should definitely be doing. We've been doing this for many years now. We got to, you know, stick with what is happening, adapt to the trends, right? Um, But for me, in my mind, I was like, totally trying to veto this. I'm trying to like push this uh, like as you far away as possible. Yeah. I was just like, Ugh, I'm not comfortable with this at all. Never thought I would be comfortable in front of a camera. And I was, as you ladies know, like I loved my outlines. I loved my notes. I loved mm-hmm. just having it in front of me. Like it was my comfort. I love just sitting at home in my PJs and just no makeup, just like, oh, so chill, right? So this was something that I did not think that I could get used to. Mm-hmm. And even when we st- first started podcasting in 2017, I remember the first two years, I would always have this like quick in my throat and for people who have been following us for a while y'all know about the quiver but that comes out when I'm nervous or I 
I don't feel confident in myself. I think podcasting was just never in my DNA. Like this is not mm. something that comes natural to me at all. And for sure, this is something that has just been built up over time. And now we're here, you know, and now we're doing the thing that I fear the most this past year, which was starting this. And I think what I'm realizing is that when I am perhaps most fearful of something, it is because it is, I know it is a stepping stone to mm-hmm. where I want to be. And I know that if I put myself in a situation to potentially fail at it, then I don't even want to try it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, very natural. But I think that what this has proven to me is that with those sweat reps, with mm-hmm. time, with leaning into being a bit more courageous and just also trusting your friends and trusting that, you know, you're in good hands. Like, I don't know. I I feel rather proud of myself for being here today and saying, talking to the camera. Yeah. Um, but it, it it's, I don't know. It, it feels like a big deal. It is a big deal. I remember you even just sharing like any type of public speaking, like you have, it's like, it is a, like a big natural fear. It is anxiety so. inducing. Yeah. To say the least. Yes. Yeah. But you've yeah. been doing a great, a great job. And I like I'm I'm also proud of us. I feel like I I was also like, we gotta get on video, we gotta get on yeah. video. But we all kind of felt a little bit personally nervous about yes. it. So yeah. And you ladies yeah. are doing amazing too. <laughs> Um, but yes, that is one thing where it's like leaning more into the things that I feel are most fearful to me. And a second lesson that I've learned from 2023 is how important it is for me to focus on my relationship with my husband. I think because we are both running our own businesses and we have our own passion projects, there is so only so much time in a day. Mm-hmm. And what we're realizing from these two years of parenting is that it is so easy to drop your self-care mm-hmm. to basically drop like your relationships a little bit because you kind of want to focus on just the fires that are happening Mm -hmm. in your life. And for the two of us, we feel super secure in our relationship. So it doesn't feel like we have to constantly be working on it, right? We're like, it's we're good, it's here. But the more that I'm able to reflect back and sort of just project what this can turn into, I can already see that we could potentially take this relationship Mm -hmm. for granted. Mm -hmm. So this past year, we have had more like intentional conversations of date nights. And like tonight, Mel's going to be house sitting for me so that we can go on a date night and is asking for friends for help in this area. Um, but being much more intentional with my husband to set the time with him. Spending more QT with my QT. Aww. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's very sweet. Yeah. And lastly, the big sort of defining moment of my 2023 was my wedding. And yeah. Yes, like I've mentioned in the past, it's like it wasn't just a celebration of love between me and Philip. I really truly feel like it was a celebration of love for like everyone that was there, like all of our friends and family. And I think that moment did help me to re-fortify the fact that friends and family are just so important Mm. to me. I think now that I'm sort of in this inflection period of my life in this like transformative period of like, oh, where's my life going and try and take the reins of it. I'm noticing that friends and family have to be sort of at the forefront of whatever plans it is that I do have for myself. So the wedding re-fortified that statement for me or that, you know, that value for me. Um, but yeah, those are the biggest things, hmm. biggest yeah, I like lessons. Okay. Yeah. I mean, actually, similarly to you, my first kind of my first takeaway or lesson that I got from 2023 that I want to carry forward into 2024 is that I have an incredible community mm-hmm. um, around me. That is my family, like my immediate core family, my mom, my dad, my sister, um, I guess kind of my brother-in-law, their fiance, but not quite, but he's they've been dating for so long. And uh, my cousins, they're my nieces and nephews, my core friends that who have known me forever, people in LA who I hold so close, 
all of you, like ABG community, I went through some challenges this year where I, I shared, you know, publicly with certain things. And honestly, the messages that I got from people made me feel so supported mm -hmm. and so much more um, just like strong and empowered to face certain challenges that I tried to face in the past less successfully just kind of by myself. Um, and that I think that was like the biggest kind of takeaway from 2023 is even though it was hard, even though it was humbling, I found a lot of joy because I had people around me and I let my I kind of like I let myself rely on people um, and the community. And that's something I want to continue doing in 2024 because I think I've always had amazing people around me, but not quite the same way that um, we have since we started ABG. Mm -hmm. And I also haven't been as, it's hard for me to kind of open up and rely on people sometimes, which I've shared in the past. Um, and I, I think I was able to break some of that wall this year and I want to continue breaking that in 2024. Um, another lesson I learned is even though it seems like my whole year was focused a lot on like romantic relationships and finding a partner, um, which was challenging and it really did push my limits in terms of like confronting a lot of personal things with myself. Um, it The theme, I guess, of big personal things and a realization I had is that probably like other Asian American people out there, I have a huge hang up with financial stability and financial mm -hmm. security. And um, it was, I think that's, I've always talked about it. And uh, a lot of other people have also confirmed that they feel that same way. I think I started to realize that maybe my reality is actually quite secure. And yet in my mind, I feel so insecure. And that was one of the questions that I actually had with the cert. Like I, I started seeing a uh, financial planner and there was a part of me similar, like, you know, with therapy, like, oh, this is like an extra cost. I don't mm -hmm. want to, you know, whatever. And she pushed me and was like, okay, so you say you want financial stability or security. What does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. How do you define that? And then when I would say certain things, she's like, okay, but we've already reached that point. Like, do you feel secure now? And I'm like, Oh, you're right. This is like a therapy moment, almost whoa, like a, yeah. whoa, what actually will make me feel secure? And if mm -hmm. it's just always this thing that's out there, maybe I'm actually fine. And I don't like, why am I letting this fear get the best of me mm -hmm. and stopping me from doing certain things? So I think that was a big lesson. And 2024 going forward, I want to release some of that fear and really dig into what where exactly it comes from. How will I actually allow myself to feel secure? I think it's not just going to be achieving a certain number or state or whatever. It's also going to be a mental shift. Mm -hmm. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The Secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swathers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so we had some time to reflect on the past year, 2023, but let's look ahead. So looking at 2024 and setting up this new year, how do you both want to feel every day? I think if I can wake up every day feel or go to sleep every day, <laughs> <laughs> feeling, one, productive, mm-hmm. that would make me happy. And productive can look different mm-hmm. in, in or take shape in many forms. It could be productive in terms of like getting a lot of shit done, getting my to-do list checked off. Love that feeling. Or it could be just spending a whole day out with my baby or it could be a whole day where I'm like this is a planned spa day and this is a Mm. Helen day Mm. you know as long as I don't feel super complacent as long as I don't feel bored Mm. I think anytime I start to feel bored is when I notice that I start becoming super sad Mm. so I just know that I need to stay productive in a meaningful and intentional way secondly I want to feel balanced and at peace. And I'm sure that a lot of moms out there also feel this way. And I think everyone out there feels that way, not just parents, but in particular, I feel like this past year has been, it's just so many things going on at the same time. And I've I've found it difficult to find that level of true balance and Mm. peace that perhaps I've been sort of more easily able to attain in the past. But these past few years, I feel like I've sort of set the foundation for success in that area. And this is where I just I don't know. I just want to be able to wake Mm. up feeling and go to sleep feeling more balanced and at peace. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I want to feel excited. I want to I want to wake up feeling like every dream that I've had is a nightmare relative to my real life. Oh, I actually think oh, that. I was like, where's that going? Other than I'm But like relative to my real life, and I, Mm. I actually, this is a thought I have quite often where I wake up, I'm like, oh yes, like my real life is so much that was was wild you know and even if it's like a good dream i want to wake up still feeling like oh but real life is even better than what i envisioned or imagined you know so i want to wake up with Mm. a fervor and a passion for life however that you know comes about um but that's why how i want to feel fervor fervor (laughs) (laughs) a furby asterisk what does that mean (laughs) i think hearing helen's answer makes me want to rethink or add more to my answer um original answer and then what you want to add overall i want to wake up and feel at the end of the day feel like i'm feeling satisfied like i'm content with my day like i did what i sought out to do um and feeling uh, like not accomplished but feeling productive I think whenever I feel productive and I got things done I feel pretty good and satisfied with my day Mm -hmm. and I will say I 
was able to do that pretty much almost every day of 2023. Like I, wow, that's yeah. I think it's great. because I, I I started operating this this high efficiency level that can be tiring sometimes, but I feel like I got things done. But at the same time, I like when Helen said the whole like I want to wake up excited. The reason why I, at first I didn't put that down because I feel like for me, satisfied and excitement are very different things. Mm. And even though I am satisfied, I will say that every day for me wasn't exciting though. I feel like I was sometimes like a robot getting things done. And it's mm. fine because I still like feeling productive. But there are times that I felt kind of like meh. Like, okay, mm. this is the same thing again every day. Very like, really, really again, maybe like a robot, very programmatic. Like I'm mm. doing the same thing every day. But one thing I started doing last year that I want to continue with 2024 is how can I romanticize my day-to-day things? You know, how can I romanticize making a nice iced coffee in the morning? Or, hey, if things are feeling like a rut, let's go to a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. And just trying to find these moments to make dreamy or make dreamlike. So I think, again, like I'm overall satisfied with my day-to-day stuff, but how can I add a little bit more sparkle? And for me, it's romanticizing maybe what's in front of me more. Kay dreaming with Mel. Or just dreaming with Mel. Daydream. That's a real real word. (laughs) Daydream. D-dreaming. Oh. Mel dreaming? D-dreaming. Oh, yeah. Oh, the different dust series in a different channel. Yeah, oh, oh. yeah. Gotta pay for that one. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Jay? Um, okay. So when I think about 2024 on a daily basis, I think there are two ways that I would describe how I would like to feel. One, I always want to feel like I'm looking forward to something. And that means like, um, I kind of, I was like, what is the right? Is it the thing that I'm inspired by feeling motivated towards something? I mean, it can be as simple as, oh, I'm really excited to like go to, um, to go read the next like five pages of the book I'm Mm. working on. Right. Mm. Or like, oh, that coffee moment, when you were describing your coffee moment, I was like, oh, what if it like makes me feel like I really want to capture this in a, in a reel or something, Mm -hmm. but just something where I'm like engaged by something that's going to happen during my day or something that's going to happen in the week. And I'm getting excited about it. Or I have like an idea about something to do around it. Um, The second thing is I would really like to feel, uh, I think, a more consistent sense of being grounded and not worrying about like my finances or Mm. my future, whether that's like, am I going to find a partner? Am I going to get married, have kids? Like Mm. there's there's only so much I can control. So I think the things that I can't control, I want to feel like I can be spending less time thinking about those things, Mm. like catch myself when I'm thinking of that and be like, hey, what is, okay, have you set somewhat of a plan? Yes. Can Anything else you can do around that right now? No. Mm. Shut it out. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So almost like being more present to them. Yeah, right? I think yeah. just generally yeah. being more present and um, and then, and not just like observing the thing and being like at a mute, uh, I was going to say moot state, <laughs> being at like a neutral state, mm, yeah. but actually looking at something that could be really simple and being like, oh, I'm really excited. I'm kind of excited for that. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, we all want excitement in life. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Sorry. I got really, really excited about being excited. <laughs> being excited. <laughs> Speaking of 2024, how do you want to be spending your time next year? Like, if you look at your priorities, what activities would you want to be doing? And let's kind of break it down in different categories, starting with personal development. In terms of personal development, I want to continue challenging myself. Okay, challenging myself. There was this quote from that I saw, or I saw a Instagram post from Pop Sugar, and she it was quoting. 
Olivia Rodrigo, who I think is so so cute and such a little badass, but um, her quote was, I think showing up is really important. It's more important than being talented or good at anything because you can be super talented, but if you don't show up, what's the point? Mm. And I find that to be so true. I think a lot of times I personally don't show up to certain things because of a heavy dose of imposter syndrome or I'm just like, I'm not the best equipped for this role or I think they're missing, you know? And I recognize that that is just all internal dialogue and I have to remind myself that if someone is asking me to like do something that I feel like is above my specific like level or whatever, they believe in me for some reason. So just show up. Not saying I'm like super talented at anything, but I do think I need to start showing up more Mm. to things that I fear most. So that is something that I'm going to try and challenge myself in. Yeah, great. But we'll see. I mean, it's kind of like what you said with with our podcasting, consistency is what helped, Mm -hmm. right? So it's just showing up. Like if you have an opportunity or or the thing that's going to help you succeed is just being there, like right, continuing every week. Anyway, yes. It's so scary. Yeah, yeah. it is really scary. But I think that's good for us and it will help support you. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, one thing I noticed, I think when you just show up though, I think when you're already there, you're like, well, I'm already here. Might as well like Mm -hmm. turn it up or might as well like embrace the side of me versus just not even going or doing whatever you set out to do. I'm already nervous thinking about whatever it is. I don't even know what it is, but yeah. Okay, how about for, for you, Janet? Yeah, I mean, some, it's um, not, I guess it's gonna be challenging for myself as well, but I want to be uh, trying more new things. Mm. So this past year, I did start taking a heels class. I wanna continue mm, doing that. Yes, it's like Jay. the tail end of 2023. I wanna continue that into 2024. Um, I also, I kind of wanna try, um, taking like sound bowl classes like oh, yeah. learning how to play like a sound oh, yeah. bowl i think just more yeah hobbies and things where i'm just like i want to try more new things i love that and so that is something that i'm going to be more open to and also this year i started living with a roommate again who is not someone i'm dating <laughs> and i feel like if it was like two years ago i thought that that was like oh i don't know if i could do that again and that was pr- and i'm actually liking it a lot more than when i was living by myself so I think that's where I'm like, be more open-minded to things, even if you don't think you'll like it, like just try it. Mm, That's great. All right, so right off the bat, I just want to travel more. I think the biggest advice when I talk to people, I'm feeling like, if I'm feeling uninspired, feeling in a rut, they're like, Mel, just go live your life. And I'm just like, Mm. I need to live it. Like I really, this this is the time for me to like, explore the world, come back with new perspectives and feel very inspired. So I'm gonna do a lot more traveling. I already set some trips in motion for this year because I'm just like, let's just get on the calendar. So travel. Second thing is I just want to challenge myself more. I feel mm. like I, I didn't realize how complacent I was in my life because mm. honestly, I feel like moving to LA, I challenge the, sh- the shit on myself where I'm like, mm-hmm. new environment, let's shake things up and develop such a strong community and routine that I love it. But I also don't feel challenged though. So mm. what about next year can I do to challenge myself, whether it's like taking, trying new classes or like just, I don't know, tra- traveling more. I don't know, just putting yourself in uncomfortable situations to really just challenge yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so like it's going to be a year of us going through changes. Yeah, changes and hopefully growing. Yeah. Mm. And I think also I want to go back to therapy because I just want to feel well-equipped as I go through these like new challenges for personal development. All right, the next subcategory we'll be talking about is relationships. What are your goals for relationships? Why don't you start? Sure. Um, I, I again, I'm gonna take another step further in my relationship with Ray. We're moving in together this year. <gasps> I know it's a huge step. Is, is that for sure happening? We're for sure moving in together. Um, I'm excited still, for you guys. Thanks. Yeah. Still figuring out the details, like when and like um, what location. Um, but 
I think with that, I do want to be able to like be able to be a stronger partner again, which is also why I'm going to therapy just to like all these changes are coming. So um, that's going to be a huge step. So well, I know I might be tapping both you guys for tips because you guys have experience (laughs) in that. And I don't. This is the first time living with a partner ever in my life. (gasps) Wow. wow, So that. Exciting. um, Yeah. I, I feel like I say this every other year or so, and I, I don't think I do a good job of doing this, but just spending more intentional time with my family. And I think mm-hmm. it's been really – I don't do I, I do not do as much as I want to because now, especially now, like Ray and I are both from the Bay Area. Going home now, our time is, is divided mm-hmm. because we see yeah, both yeah. sides of the family. And so I don't have enough time with my, my mom, and I don't call her enough. And so part of me – I haven't mentioned to her this yet because she'll be, like, reminding me. But as I'm thinking about traveling, maybe if it's this year or following, I do want to go on, like, a mother-daughter trip with her oh, and just be, be able to have some intentional time with my mom. Um, and then lastly, it's just like I want to be able to maintain and cultivate more of my friendships, like have like, you know, manage. I think we do a good job relatively well in the L.A. crew. Like we do. We always hang out. But I don't do a lot of one on one calls with my friends back home as much. Mm. Like I had a really good call with my roommate Tiff from college. We talked for two hours last night and I was like, oh, I don't do this enough with her. Like people that have been part of my life for years, but I haven't really like had the time to really connect further. So just to cultivate more deeper connections and just to manage my existing friendships that I love so much this year yeah I like that so I actually I feel pretty good about where I am with like my personal like core relationships in terms of friends and family Um, but the one thing I'm focused on in terms of relationships for 2024 is practicing to flirt oh (laughs) so I, I had a conversation a meeting with a matchmaker and it was kind of a get to know you meeting, but the her she's thing is flirting. like <laughs> she's like well the one like, flirt with me, Janet. So she's she made me feel so comfortable. She felt like almost like a an auntie that you could mm. talk to. She's also she's Asian American, and she herself is in um, a biracial relationship. So I feel like she understands a lot of dynamics of like Asian culture, but then also American culture. She's like, can I give you some like feedback because I I do this for like a living, and I'm like I would love feedback. Mm. She's like, okay, you seem very put together, but like. Maybe if you want to invite more partners to, like, you are warm, but maybe, like, welcome them. She's like, look at them and kind of, like, learn to, like, kind of flirt a little bit. And I realize I'm like, yeah, I'm a really bad flirt. And, like, usually Mm. I don't, like, when I see someone and I'm interested, I always wait for someone to pursue me, right? I've been more Mm. open, but if Mm. I'm, like, starting from, like, ground zero again, I'm, like, trying to meet people, um, I want to learn how to be more flirty I've never (laughs) seen Janet flirt I don't yeah and then that's something I think some of it comes from a place of like confidence (laughs) or all this no I feel like you see me flirt all the time oh (laughs) yes Mel Mel's hair will be in your face (laughs) oh my god really drink over here yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but that's something that's something I'm gonna be trying to focus on can you share your tips on your mini show once you learn more flirting tips can so yeah actually in the comments please people help me learn how to flirt because I the comments are the best way to learn If, if people have tips, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm going to be doing some personal research and stuff. But now that I've been in like a relationship for the past year and even before that, I feel like I was like just kind of dating mm. more one. I kind of, yeah, like how how does one flirt nowadays? And is that changed? <laughs> Let's bring this question to like our hangout with our friends. Yeah, mm. actually, that'll be a good conversation. This should be an episode in itself. <laughs> yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, actually, okay. Yeah. I like okay actually, I like maybe it. drop your comments. Let's read them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I will keep mine pretty short here. I mean, I mentioned the thing about the husband, like spending more intentional time with him. I think the the next like category of relationships that I do want to focus on more on is is friendships. I feel like this past year, 
perhaps it's because a lot of our friends are now having kids mm -hmm. that I think we are doing a lot more wholesome activities. And I think it does take people who have kids to sort of like initiate planning more of that. Mm -hmm. So I do want to plan more wholesome activities for our friends, whether it's like we did the beach day, we mm -hmm. went to train town once. Train town was fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. All this stuff is really fun. So I do want to have more planned intentional trips with mm -hmm. our friends. Um, and on the topic of friendship, similar to what Mel was saying, I think I have a core group of friends like that I can count on my hands that will that are like the closest friends to me. I don't have a lot of close friends. I have a, a small group of super close friends, and then I have a lot of friends, right? I think amongst the out, just outside of like the close group core group of friends, I do have people that I want to get closer to. Mm -hmm. And I think that involves a lot more um, vulnerability mm -hmm. and more emotional intimacy with these, you know, friendships and having conversations that are not just like surface level. So uh, I do want to challenge myself in in that arena and yeah, deepen my existing, fr existing friendships, but also curate some of the, the newer ones. All right, the last, I guess, like subcategory for like, you know, our life um, and for 2024, how do you want to be more intentional with your career? I have some um, things. <laughs> <laughs> Please share. Please share, Jay. That's why you um, have a mic in front of your face, girl. There we go. Um, so, set. yeah, in, in my career, I'm just, I think I realize my stuff is actually very like tactical. Mm. Um, so maybe, maybe other things will come up. But off the top of my head already, there are two things I want to get better at. One is time management. This year we had, I think just, we had so many like more projects that we were managing. And I feel like I will just, I'm used to just like diving into my to-do list without time boxing things. And then I realized, oh my God, all this time has passed and I ended up spending so many hours on this one thing and didn't get enough done on the other. Um, so I think Mel has given the tip of like, yeah, give yourself only like one hour and set like a timer or something. And I've started to try to plan things so that it's like, I'll spend an hour on this and then the next day I'll spend an hour on the same thing. Instead of being mm -hmm. like, I'll spend all day on this one thing. The other thing is I wanna be more on time. That's something that I have started with uh always and I realized when I reflect back like what, since I was a kid my family we were always we, we called it like running on like Asian time we would we, we would meet for dim sum with our with our like extended family everyone knew that you would say like 12 but you would show up at like one or like later and obviously that's like not a good habit to take into future things and I've had to adjust with like different career things but I found that you know with us sometimes it can be really easy when you're working with your friends to just start to like slide a little so mm -hmm. I've been more intentional about allotting more time setting time timers and alarms and I want to get better at that. Mm, I love that. Great tangible tactical goals. Goals. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that actually was early. You're like, wow, Janet's all early. <laughs> I know. Yesterday you were like 10 minutes Trying early. Trying to be more early. Yes. Um, I guess, oh, the third thing that's a little bit less tactical and just general like bigger vision, I think. I do, I think we are saying we want to challenge ourselves individually. I want to challenge myself more in the work that we do too. Mm. I think we've all shared that video is kind of scary for us. For me, social media has always been something that I feel like I I always feel a little bit of imposter syndrome with and I'm like less comfortable in and I want to challenge myself to be more comfortable and to be more experimental with that. So that's And I think it. you have been, Jay. Mm -hmm. I feel like even yeah, within the past like month or the end of 2023, you were like, yeah, let me try this. Let me try this. Yeah. I was like throwing things at you and you were just like spinning Let's out content. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Think, I, I think this year for 2024, I want to 
instead of like trying to plan and research things so much, just like try and do things mm, and yeah. then figure out what works and then move into in the direction of the thing that sticks. Look at that spaghetti on the wall. Yeah, spaghetti on the sticks. walls. <laughs> and see what sticks. Delicious, but <laughs> vegetarian spaghetti. Vegetarian spaghetti. Mar- what? Marinara sauce. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, career. 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 So my personal goals for career. I mean, I think in general, I will say that with ABG, I think we are on a super exciting path. You know, it. we have signed with an agency that has a podcasting arm and they have a, a great vision for us. So I think with any creative endeavor after five years, there is this sort of, you know, point of are we going to start like to dismantle are we going to plateau or are we going to grow so mm-hmm. we have the the ideas in place for growth and it depends on the execution so i think this is going to be a, a super telling year of you know where abg is going to grow to but excited for the foundation that we're setting for that growth mm-hmm. um and i think it's going to be Exciting. Did I just say that word like five times? <laughs> I think one of my goals also with podcasting, sometimes I, I want to build up my vocabulary. I think there are mm. times where I'm trying to say something and then I'll just kind of brain fart and add an alternative word. And then when I'm reviewing the episode, I'm like, what the fuck? Did that word even make sense? And I'm just like, as a podcaster, I think being equipped with vocabulary makes you a better conversationalist because mm. you are able to find the word that kind of like strikes the chord with the yeah. person you know whoever you're interviewing better so that is something that i also have been mm. thinking about um and i like in terms of books to read there was one that i i saw jen impost or um mm. make a video about i think it's called like, story worth or story worthy mm. it's on my phone let me check real quick story worthy by matthew Dix. Um, and this book is about how to engage, teach, persuade, and change your life through the power of storytelling. Oh, wow. So maybe that is a book that we, yeah. can, we can all we read. Can all read. Yeah. Um, I like that. I think it's important as a podcast host to become better podcast hosts. How do we do it? So, um, yeah, those are some tactical, tangible ways to do it. Hmm. And then related to career, I do think about um, my mini show. That is hmm. one area where I do feel like I want to grow more. For those of you who are new listeners, every Tuesday we host our own personal podcast and they rotate every Tuesday. So check that out. It's on audio only. Um, But my mini show is about, it's Build a Baby Tea. It is about parenthood and motherhood. And I've only had two guests on on my episodes and I feel like it's mostly me talking. So I do want to expand the mommy community Mm -hmm. that is just so lively and beautiful even amongst like social media and amongst like the Asian American community, um, that is an area that I do want to focus on in 2024. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I want to continue with my level of efficiency with work with ABG. I feel like I don't know what happened. I know I call She's myself so you've been really efficient yeah. on top of it. Yeah, I, I call myself a robot, and I think sometimes <laughs> it sucks. But I think overall, like I'm pretty proud of where I've come with my mm. work ethic and my productivity with ABG. The time thing works like. It literally helped me so much to be focused and zoned yeah. in. Like, I don't think I've ever been this zoned in in my life with work, oddly yeah. enough. I haven't seen – yeah, I would say, like, being in meetings with you, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, I'm whoa. like, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> let's get things done mode. And I also feel like um, – oh, yeah. I also, uh, sorry. <laughs> I think one thing I'm pretty she proud of pr- – proud moment of sorry. herself. She's like, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, proud- I'm live. I'm live. <laughs> sorry. I do. I'm gonna add one more thing. I'm proud of. Yeah. I've, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've never missed a deadline, yet. If you think about it, everything that's due date for us, or maybe that's maybe, true. She's you're very. Have I? No. I don't think I've I've ever I never was late for like a deadline. I think it's just something I've always. My mom's very like this. Mm, and I started like yeah. getting more, and then, 
Yeah. So I think that's something I'm very proud of with for my for myself. So I want to continue to do that because I think I'm that's I'm the strength. Yeah. Yeah. Efficiency helps everything go round. I don't know. <laughs> that's not the right word. Um. The second thing is um. I want to be more. I guess intentional and aware of industry practice and just like what's going on in the world within the digital landscape. Mm -hmm. I feel like with ABG ever since I started, it's great. I feel like we kind of just absorb content on Instagram or just like being around things, but taking the active step of like, hey, let's read articles about what's going on. I don't really do that. Like I just don't, but... (laughs) But I think I just I signed up for like this like newsletter and like this like uh, what's it called? Ad week. I signed up for ad week and I feel like I'm already learning so much. We did like a research for our retreat and I just feel so inspired about reading about other digital companies and what they're doing that I'm like, this is what I need to really equip my I need to be more knowledgeable about what's going on in this world um, and not limit myself to just social media like there's mm-hmm. advertising space the digital like just just so much more in this in this world I need to know more about the last thing I want to do is I think as ABG continues and is on this path for growth that we're really excited about I think it's my job to also enhance and really just develop a stronger storytelling skill mm-hmm. because we are on audio but we do want to challenge ourselves on different platforms or different mediums of storytelling but as we do that, I also need to make sure my storytelling ability is also getting like sharpened as well. So just yeah, figuring that, out yeah. ways how to do that, whether it's to photography or just watching videos on like Skillshare or Masterclass, just to like be, just to be better, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So to end this episode, we are going to talk about our theme for 2024. And this is an exercise that we're going to do here on this couch. But all of you who are listening, tuning in, you can also do this exercise for yourself. So basically what we're going to do is list out 10 words that we want to use to define our 2024. Mm-hmm. And then of those 10 words, what are your top five? Love this practice. For this, I'm going to need my handy dandy phone. <laughs> <laughs> handy dandy notebook. All right. Uh, I wrote phase phrases instead of words. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay so I'm going to go through with my, I'll just go through it and I'll share my top five. What, number one is don't spend another year doing the same shit. Go where you feel the most alive. If it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. Protect your peace. Your direction is more important than your speed. And these are my top five that I'm about to say now. Wait, Wait was that 10? That was five phrases. Because yeah. the, the last five are the five, my top five. five. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. And then, so again, so the, my next, the five phrases I'm about to say now are my top five phrases for 2024. Okay, so I'll just pretend like those top five, the other five you just mentioned are my 10. throwaway ones. Yes. Okay. So after look, looking at my list, these are my top five phrases. Okay. One, always be kinder than you feel. Mm. Two, if you weren't ready, you wouldn't have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. not now, then when? A girl who is going to do big things cannot let small things get to her. And a smooth sea never made a scaled sailor. <laughs> skilled sailor. Let me say that one time. A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. Mm. I like that. That's a tough one to end yeah, on. I know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just, I think these are ones that really like spoke to me. I like um, those. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'll write it down in the comments later so you can see them. <laughs> I like those. Yeah. yeah those are, I, I like those a lot. Yeah. Thanks. I like the um, uh, small things don't impact a girl doing big things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that one too. Yeah. I feel like when we talk about our, like, I think one thing I'm getting from all of us is that we just, we want to challenge ourselves. And again, with that, there's no smooth sea. Yeah. And I think if you want something greater for yourself, it's going to take, it's going to be yeah. a little chaos or you're going to have to deal with yeah. um, hard things. Get comfortable in the Get chaos. Get comfortable in the chaos. Yeah. 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 How, How about too? Jay for you? 
Um, okay, so I just wrote down <laughs> words. Sorry. Let me see. One, two, three, four. The outline said phrases. I all have words too. <gasps> That's a song. Okay. Too. Okay, go ahead. Uh, reinvention, energy, joy, light, smiles, realness, confidence, acceptance, trust, celebration, life is short. Mm. That might have been 11. Mm. Uh, the top five, I would say life is short, trust, joy, light and energy mm. um that's I could, it <laughs> I, could, I could see why you chose those top words for 2024 i think you're kind of which the end of 23 i feel like you're already heading that direction of like light and energy and like yeah just i get i get I it i feel like you were in in abyss and you wanted to see light yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's yeah. like the light the energy like give me all of it yeah yeah, yeah. the smooth sea yeah. doesn't perform a skill yeah <laughs> Go out. I mean, it's like basically going out and taking a risk because life is short, right? Yeah. So yeah. If, if you mess up, whatever. Mm, yeah. I love it, Jay. <laughs> Jay's in her ID gaff era. <laughs> How about you, Helen? Okay. I had 10 words. Um, courage, focus, laughter, organize, mm. connect, excellence, gratitude, integrity, stability, and less. And the five words that stood out most to me were courage, laughter, connect, excellence, three, four, five, stabil- six. <laughs> <laughs> stability, and less. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I see them reflected in the things that you uh, said before where you're focused on. Like I agree. Deepening relationships, but then also because you're balancing a lot less, mm-hmm. I can see and organize in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, what is the top word or theme that encapsulates your intentions for this year? Oh, man. If I had to only choose one. Well, I chose three. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'll just go then. I'll just say my three real quick. Okay. Um, evolve. If you weren't ready, you wouldn't have the opportunity. Um, mm. And lastly, if not now, then when? Mm. Just like, I think just, it just sounds like I just want to, I want to evolve by grasping the opportunity in front yeah. of me. Yeah. Seize the day. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Um, I think my one, let's see, top word or theme, probably just life is short and let that be interpreted how it will <laughs> mm. okay so when i was thinking about this question i there is um a question that i used to ask myself a lot and now i'm curious what mm. your answer for this will be i used to think to myself how what type of life will i lead to that will lead me to the optimal level of happiness mm-hmm. i used to there were two scenarios i would give myself it's either living a super simple life where you are out maybe in the middle of like nowhere right but you had a nice house you had a great family you had your pets if you love pets you had your farm you had your garden and at the end of the day you can put your head on your pillow and think to yourself i have accomplished everything that i need to get done in a day because your life is just simple mm-hmm. right if you're a high achiever in that in the context of your environment you will have achieved everything mm-hmm. in your day and that would technically lead to happiness mm-hmm. right or would you rather have a life that is just you are owning multiple businesses. You're a public-facing figure. There's a lot of ups and downs and a lot of extremes, stress, but the highest level of like happiness and accomplishment and you can rest your head on your pillow, maybe happy, right? Like which one do you think at, the, at this point in your life will actually lead to – I have at this, an answer. Sorry, at this point yeah. in your life, which would you choose for yourself? I would choose the latter. And this is – I thought about this and I remember in like – high school, college, um, Mm. I always put myself in 
the class that I knew I probably would more likely get a lower grade in if it challenged me more. If I'm if I'm a big fish in my surroundings, then I've outgrown that. I need to push myself mm. to the next one. Um, but I, maybe my answer will be different in different. My answer has been different in different phases. I'm in a place now where I'd rather I would push myself so I can learn to be comfortable with the chaos. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, this is tough. And I, I do agree with Janet. It's like, I think it depends where you are mentally. Yeah. And I think if so. I were reflecting on just this episode, during this period of my life right now, I would choose the latter as well. Mm. I think because that's why I was like, I didn't want to, when we asked the question, like, are you satisfied? Like, what do you want to do, wake up satisfied every day? I woke up satisfied or I went to bed satisfied every day. But as a whole, as Mel, I don't think I felt accomplished though mm. because I think something was missing. And I think yeah. it's because I was missing adventure in this time of my life. So mm. if you, your two examples as of now, the second one sounds more adventurous to me mm. and more, more engaging. Yeah. So I would choose that one. So to, to answer this, the question at yeah. hand yeah. before throwing another question at y'all, um, I reflected on this because in the past, I think, all of my life, I would have always said the latter. And I, I ask myself this question every mm. year. I don't know why. I'm just like, I feel like monks live a super, you know, happy, yeah. fulfilling life, mm. but like they're happy with their environment and yeah, what yeah, they yeah. have to just fulfill on a day-to-day basis. And that is, I'm like, is that pure happiness? Mm. You know, is that what I... So I ask myself this question a lot, but this is the first year I would circle the word less for 2024. Mm. That's right. Mm. And that's words. probably surprising to... Us slash me because I am someone who fills up my calendar every hour, every day, every week, month. It is just I am a productivity slash efficiency like mm. queen. Like that's what I need in my life, right? But what I in reflecting on this past year, I've noticed that I have barely had room to like breathe, mm. room to grow, room to be creative, room to focus. It is so much about getting things done, going day to day. It's just so nonstop that. This year, I actually feel like I just want to do less. Mm. And perhaps it's so that I can actually focus on things that I care about most Mm, mm -hmm, instead mm -hmm. of being spread so thin. So I'm shocked that this is my word of the year, less. I don't know how that's going to play out or how (laughs) it's going to happen. But in my mind, (laughs) that's what I want to happen. Yeah, I think that makes sense. You can put the same amount of energy in less things and it's more efficient. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why 8020 is one of my books that I do want to read this year. How to do more things with less. <laughs> but yeah. That's a good question. I feel like it it really it kind of shows where we're at mentally and what we want yeah. in life right now. I never mm. thought that I would want the more simple, but I think I'm leaning towards that mm. now. Thank you all for joining us on our very first episode of 2024. Yes, we are setting the tone for this brand new year and we took some time to reflect. We hope that you found this interesting and that you will go through some of the same exercises we did because we found it to be really powerful and a good way to set the tone for a brand new year. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that... Come back to us again on Thursday. In a week, we'll have a new episode. Check in on our uh, mini shows that come out on audio every Tuesday. And keep an eye out. We have big plans for this year. Yes, and also check out our merchandise. Right here. AsianBossGirl.my, or is it (laughs) MyShopify.com? AsianBossGirl.MyShopify.com. There we go. And also, everyone, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy Happy 2024. And with that, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.